Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Wiggins America, I have looked forward to talking to this author for a long time because it's been a while. Brian Godawa on the phone with us. Brian, how you doing? Good, Ryan. Great to be here, man. So I have read mostly from you. I have read your nonfiction works, but let me introduce you to Brian Godawa. He uh, mostly writes, I would say mostly anyway, uh, writes fiction. And this new book, Cruel Logic, The Philosopher Killer, is in the theological thriller category, which I find very, very intriguing. And one of the reasons that I like having you on is because a lot of the fiction that you write very much parallels real things that are happening right now in the United States. Am I wrong? No, you are absolutely right. In fact, this novel, um, which uh, deals with a serial killer on a woke university campus, (laughs) actually draws from events that have been going on in college campuses, whether it's the, you know, student protests and um, uh, as well as teachers and and just the oppression that is generally going on in, in the universities. Absolutely. Brian, you use the word right there, oppression that is going on in universities. Explain that, because as far as I understand it, you're talking from a spiritual standpoint, right? Well, no, actually, on both on both levels, spiritual and okay. uh, you know, cultural cultural levels. So let, let me paint the picture. The novel is is basically called Cruel Logic: The Philosopher Killer. That's the uh, subtitle. And what it is, it's the story of a brilliant philosopher who is a serial killer. And what he does, he's actually a professor at a college, and he captures university professors, and he debates with them. And the topic of his debate is his moral right to kill them. It's kind of shocking, but basically he gets them in the chair and he says, look, if, you know, they're all tied up and he says, if, if what you say is true about reality, then give me one valid reason why I should not kill you and I'll let you go. What he's doing, of course, is he's, he's addressing their ethical system and he'll, he'll get professors from, you know, evolutionary biologists to a queer theorist, you know, and on and on, feminists, et cetera, all of them. And, um, and so, so that's, that's, that's the, uh, the, the sort of hook of the story, but it's in the context of this woke college campus, which, you know, um, I also have another storyline going on at the same time with a new college student who's actually an evangelical Christian, comes to college for, as a freshman, and how it, it's sort of a, an anatomy of how he gets caught up in the social justice movement on campus. So this is a, um, you know, a realistic picture and portrayal. And, uh, you know, um, 
those two worlds come clashing together. Why? Because ultimately what's going on on our campuses in, in this uh, culture is the wokeism, which is, you know, basically it's critical theory, postmodernism, Marxism, and all these sort of uh, various worldviews kind of working together to basically destroy Western civilization. That is their goal. And what is the foundation of Western civilization? Christianity. And so that that picture is then uh, portrayed in the story and how and how that, you know, how that comes about, whether it's through classes and having sex week or, you know, students protesting, et, et cetera. It's and amazing. So, uh, yeah, Brian, it, you know, you, you've really got your finger on the pulse here because you were writing this book before college campus protests became a news story. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's not as if you thought, oh, I'm seeing this in the headlines. Now I'm going to write about it. You were already writing and then it became a headline. That's what I find so interesting about so many of your books. Yeah, no, actually, you know, originally it had started as a uh, screenplay m- many years ago because I'm a screenwriter, you know, but um, I've been writing novels lately and, and I finally said, you know, I love this story all along and I finally, I could never get it made as a movie, so I got to put it into a novel. But yeah, you're right. When I originally wrote it, all that, I didn't even know about all that stuff going on. Even though it's been going on in the background underneath, you know, underneath the, the top level of culture, it's been going on for 50 years. But nevertheless, within these last few five years or so, when it's exploded, I now realized I'm glad I waited actually to write this as a novel because it gave me a much more fuller picture of society. Not only that, but just but a metaphor for uh, the nature of worldviews and how ideas have consequences. These these kids are being taught these postmodern rejection of uh, absolute values of objective reality. And what do they result in? Why, you know, why do we have 50% of students believing in that uh, in genocide of the Jews and supporting genocide of the Jews, which is absurd and it's evil, but they are in this society. Well, that's, that it's, it's coming from the universities. So, so in a way, these two, these two things are sort of um, reflections of each other, you know, that ideas have consequences and, and in a, in a way, those ideas ultimately lead to violence. Brian, I I really like this genre of book, of story, of TV show, whatever it is. Um, I'm a huge fan of The Twilight Zone. I have been for a long time. And to me, just the synopsis that you're giving about this, where you have a killer who's who's basically turning uh, ideology on its head and saying, if you can argue against me and convince me that you have some sort of moral right to exist, then I won't kill you. I mean, that's that's just a great setup. That's a great elevator pitch for a book. And I love that idea. Cruel Logic is the name of the book. Cruel Logic, the philosopher killer. Let me ask you before we run out of time too, Brian, what do you think now that you've written the book, because obviously the book came out even before all of these campus protests became a national, even international news story that this is happening in America. There should not be a protest happening right now because we all should be on the same page. Do you think generally that America is on the same page on this issue of Israel and Hamas and that the campus culture is kind of a microcosm of the progressive movement that's actually pretty minor? Or is it more of an indication that, no, this is actually the liberal mindset? I mean, what do you think? Well, I do think that it is the heart and soul of the liberal mindset. It is, it begins in the far left, 
but it seeps into uh, the liberal mindset as well. And uh, again, remember, ideas have consequences. And so when you, when you teach these, these kinds of ideas, there's a logical progression that will occur over time. And I do think that that is happening in our culture today. So I don't think it's just, a, I think that university is a microcosm of what is happening in bigger society because as Francis Schaeffer always used to say, um, worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing. Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados. Like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo. They are so let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Worldviews, destructive or good, begin often in academia where they're in the ivory towers and it's all the intellectualizing. We don't know about it, but they're intellectual and, and they're debating about it. And then they teach the students. The students grow up, get jobs, get out into society. They start to live out those values. And so you can see how they percolate down. And then, of course, the arts then grabs onto those like movies and television and music. And we, right, we see that happening in our culture with the media and with movies and television. All that wokeism is filtering down through that because they make it more a part of the every warp and woof of our living day, right? So in that sense, I think that, unfortunately, we have been saturated, thoroughly saturated in, in, in the most dangerous way that, I, I, I see an inevitability here of, of, of great danger and violence occurring. However, I don't believe, you know, as a Christian, I believe that if righteous, godly men stand up and do the right thing and fight against evil and fight for justice, you know, I think we, we can, um, I think we should fight it. You know, in fact, I don't even, it's not, to me, it's not about like, can we win or not? Um, I believe that the, that the church of Jesus Christ does win. And so in the end, but, you know, it doesn't mean we're not going to have setbacks, right? But nonetheless, um, we can fight this stuff, and we should fight it regardless of what the outcome is, because this is ultimately the heart and soul of wokeism is antichrist. And I don't mean that in the end times type of thing. I just mean it, its soul is against Christ in the most deepest way, so we must fight it or we will lose our children, like we're already losing them uh, because of because of academia. And these these big ideas, I really like discussing them. Um, it's one of the reasons that I like having you on. And even I can vouch for you are not only a prolific bri- writer, Brian Godawa, but you are a good writer. And I have read some of your stuff. Cruel Logic is the name of your latest book, The Philosopher Killer. If anything we've said here in the last eight minutes or so has piqued your interest, check that book out. I'm sure it's all in the normal places, right, Brian? 
No, actually, it's exclusively an Amazon and paperback, hardcover, ebook, and audiobook, but it's exclusively at Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. That's that's the normal places, right? That's where that's where mine is too. Uh, oh, I cool. got you. I got you. Know, everyone all sometimes people ask for Barnes and Noble. And, oh, okay. And I know I, I know some people have a, a thing against Amazon because you know Bezos and you know Amazon has done some really dirty things. But unfortunately, that's the only avenue that I can get my books published and make a living. And they helped me to do that. So um, I, what I say is if you don't like Amazon, you vote by what you buy. So if you buy stuff like mine on Amazon, you're voting for more of stuff like mine. Oh, and I, I completely can vouch for that, too. I mean, my book is only on Amazon and Ingram Spark uh, by default. But uh, that is because they make it absolutely as as simple as you can. I don't want to say it's simple, but it's as simple as it gets uh, to publish a book on Amazon. It's not always the same on all, all the other sites. So the name of the book, yeah. Cruel Logic, The Philosopher Killer, Brian Godawa. Thank you for your time and appreciate what you're doing. Thanks for having me, Ryan. All right. We will be right back. So old Roy is going to come into studio. We're going to talk a little bit about what your kids may be experiencing you know, kind of on, on this topic already in college in the future. So not just right now, but the way college campuses are changing. We'll have that discussion next. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.